Hey babes, welcome to Bravo Group Chat, a weekly podcast about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Join us as we dive into the reality behind reality TV. Hey guys, welcome back to Bravo Group Chat. Today, Kelly and I, for our 50th episode. I can't believe it's 50! I know, isn't that crazy? That seems crazy. Yeah. I don't need, like, wow. Right now. Amazing. And so we started doing this in January of 2021. Um, so obviously missed a couple missed weeks, a couple but, weeks, you know, life, life happens. happens. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to just kind of take you down a little trip of memory lane. Yeah. I think I said that phrase kind of backwards, but, it's okay. um, and just kind of <laughs> go over some of our favorite guests, what we remembered most from them. Um, and just kind of you know, maybe some current events that have happened. So with that being said, I think a couple of weeks ago, we all talked, um, I had mentioned that there was something really big in the works going on that I wasn't <gasps> able to talk about. Oh my God. Yet. Yeah. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. So, um, I'm sure you saw it like, well, if you follow us on Instagram, I'm sure you saw it, but yeah. give us the rundown, how it all happened. So we had Carl Radke and Lindsay. Whose name I thought was Carl Drake for the longest time. Which I don't even understand. Like Because how... I don't watch that show. And for some reason, his Instagram name looked like Carl Drake to me. You're crazy. Uh, well, no. <laughs> Carl Radke and Lindsay Hubbard came to my work, Bigum Tavern, two weeks ago was it two weeks ago yeah yeah not yeah two weeks ago on march 16th for a lover boy promo so 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 crazy it was literally insane the entire restaurant so they were there from 6 to seven thirty. and when i tell you you could not move through the restaurant and if you're familiar with bigham tavern in pittsburgh it's a fairly decent size yeah, I mean, restaurant I think it's pretty big there was literally women everywhere. I had so many regulars come up to me or were like, damn Dom, like, had I known that I was going to have all this fresh meat just here when I right? came to my neighborhood bar, yep. I would have dressed better. Like it was fucking insane. So wait, your husband sat with me and Maddie and our friend and her husband and, um, Justin said, I think it was Justin or Maddie that said, it's like a damn sorority in here because it was so fucking loud. And every time like they would, they were like hyping up the crowd and like all the girls were like woo girls and they'd be like, woo, you know, screaming. I (laughs) literally had so much fucking power that I had no idea how I, how I got it. But like, I'm the event coordinator at the restaurant. So like I begged my coworker who runs the beer program. I was like, Listen, Loverboy just got picked up by Fuhrer, which is a distributor here in Pittsburgh. I was like, we have to get it. I begged him and bugged the shit out of him for months. <laughs> he finally agreed to it. And then I worked with the rep and I was like telling her how I love Bravo and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, well, like, and Bigum's like a popular bar in Pittsburgh. So we're one of like everyone's bigger accounts. So she was like, I bet you I could get them to come. And I was like, holy shit, that would make my fucking life. <laughs> So we had this giant backdrop made. I was taking all these reservations, whatever. I did love that backdrop too. It was, it was super cute. cool, right? Yeah. I saved it just 
Oh, I would too. We had oh, to yeah. use it again. We should have it at our event. Oh yeah. Just for the shit of it. Right. We should. Um, and so we had to put up like a stanchion and like literally girls were just like pouring out. So I wanted to make sure that like everyone that mostly everyone that made a reservation was able to get a photo. And I wasn't able to do everyone because they were only there for an hour and a half. And people were so mad at me. Like the I got this one email that was literally like, you would have thought that I told this parents, this this girl, her parents died because of how <laughs> pissed she was that she didn't get to take a photo with Carl and Lindsay. And I was like, really? Yes. I was like, you never, I never promised you a meet and greet. I told you I would get you a reservation for the lover boy promo. Wait, why didn't she? Cause they were on the patio. So I, I did it oh. like, if you but that's called, also their fault, like you should have well, just, I did it by first come first serve. So if you reached out to me and made a reservation first, you got in the dining room, then second was back room. And then if you called day, the week of like that Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, sorry, you have to go on the patio and we ran out of time. So, too bad, so, sad. Too bad, so sad. but like I, when it was time for them to go, like I got to like escort them through like the back door, <laughs> literally grabbed Lindsay's phone in person, like carried it for her. And it was just the coolest fucking experience. It was super neat. And they were the nicest people. Like I know that you were like, you were like their what do you want to say concierge kind of person sort of yeah um liaison if you will yes they're liaison <laughs> um but like I I don't even watch the show but like I did want to um you know go up and meet them and stuff yeah and like I walked up and they Carl, hugged everyone yeah Carl like came up and hugged me and I was like oh oh we're hugging okay cool all right <laughs> literally hug fucking everyone and I loved hugging him because he's super tall um, and then Lindsay hugged me and she complimented my bow and my hair, <laughs> which I love. And she was like touching it and she's like, oh my God, it's so cute. Is it silk? I was like, it's from Target. <laughs> but they were so nice. Well, I was talking to the rep and I said, we should do another one this summer, like a summer lover boy Sunday fun day. And she was like, totally, let's do <sighs> That'd it. That'd be so cool. So if you're in Pittsburgh, keep an eye out for that. And to the one girl who shall rename nameless that decided to write me a negative email because she didn't get to meet Carl. Wait, she I, did. She wrote you a negative email. She emailed info at Bigham Tavern, which went Stop. to my boss, Stop. To which then got forward. I was on a high. I was on a fucking high that you night. Tell me this. Cause I tried to block it out. Cause it was so negative. I was on a high that and I was so excited. Literally came home, took a shower, I'm like, and then like staring. Carl and Lindsay were like blowing us up on Instagram yes. too, like yes. commenting, yes. liking our shit. Yes. It like I don't even watch their show, and I was on a high. I was like living, for you. living for it. Yeah, I was literally like just looking at the photos, and then I get an email from my boss forwarding me the email that this person sent. So shitty. And I like typical me, like if you know, if like you know me or whatever, I just don't do well with that when I work so hard at something and someone has to. Like there could be literally 500 females left there happy, but the one bitch that left there upset was able to ruin like all the good. So we I started say her name, but I want to, I want to know her name after. Yeah, I'll show you her, but I promise you bitch that if you, you will be first on the fucking list to get a photo because I'm the bigger person like that. And I will go out of my way. I starred you on Instagram. I know who you are. <laughs> I will make sure that you get your fucking photo first. <laughs> Dumb. Um, um, 
wait, can we talk like really quickly? Like, obviously this is going to come out next week. So it's going to be a week late, but I, I want to talk about the Oscar buzz. Like the Oscars were just last night. I don't watch award shows anymore because I find them kind of boring. I and just then, watch the red carpets. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then I just get the clips, you know, the cliff notes the next morning, totally. which this morning when I woke up at like 5am, everything was buzzing on all social media about the slap and shout out Japan for releasing the actual footage. Oh yeah. I, Michael sent it to me this morning. Like I had seen the edited version and then he sent me the unedited and I was like, Oh, it's even worse. Yeah. Like craziness. So now I think that the comment was crass and in poor taste or I'm sorry, about Chris Rock. I do think it was. She has alopecia. And apparently, I didn't know this, but earlier in the show, my mom just told me this today, that they also said something about Jada. When they were like, like saying that um, these people were available to date or something. I don't know. I didn't get the whole story. But then she's and she said, well, Will, Jada's available, right? Because she knowingly cheated on him. No, and that because they have an open marriage. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. However. Do you know she's really good friends with Garcelle? Do you remember when she was on the one episode of, she was on, Jada was, Pekin Smith was on, was on one of the episodes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills whenever Garcelle went out with like all of her girlfriends. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. I always liked Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And I thought she looked fucking bomb with her hair like that. I think she looks amazing. Hell, not many she, bitches can rock a ball. I was head, just going to say like, can. she looks good. But anyways, yeah. I think that the joke was in poor taste. I don't think it was like, I don't think he meant anything bad by it though. Same. He's I think fucking it was Chris an rock. award show and you get, people get roasted, especially people that sit in the front row, especially people that are as famous as them. Anyway, I don't, I didn't like the joke. However, what he did okay i want to know though did you did he slap him or did he punch him because if he punched him he clearly held back because chris rock is a a little person and he didn't even like i think he slapped him okay because he didn't like if he would have fucking full-on oh he would have gone down yeah i mean talk about like i mean i think chris rock played it off well because you could tell that he he was embarrassed as fuck i think he handled it amazingly and oh my god yeah he like, what are you supposed to do i mean that's a true performer there though you know yeah, what i mean like, like just like he's okay a and the nominees for right like he handled it so well and honestly i felt kind of like i felt really bad for him and then all the memes that were going on today i was not a fan of didn't like it because like essentially what will smith did was violent and technically assault and i don't think that what he did was right well, he might be his Oscar maybe being taken away. So he will get, and, and then he had like that emotional like speech about, and then correlating how his, the role he played yeah. was protecting the daughters and how he's protecting his family. Did you watch like, that movie? No, but I, 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 I would. Same, I it seems same. Like a good movie. Um, but I, yeah, I, his acceptance speech was hard to watch. It was like, no, it was, I was literally watching it in bed and I was kind of like, I literally had my hand over my mouth. Yeah. Like, I think I need to turn this off. Like yeah. I'm embarrassed right I now. I was embarrassed too. And I, then I also like, I was embarrassed for him and I was kind of like pissed because he was kind of trying to make people feel sorry for him. 
And I was feeling sorry. Well, he was for like him. justifying his actions. Right. And like he didn't apologize. Well, I, you have to wonder if he like called Chris today. I don't know. You don't know. I mean, the press obviously is going to blow that shit up because Will Smith oh, is yeah. not one to be out here in the public eye doing something. I mean, as right. far as like, this is what I think happened though. Because if you watch it, he makes the joke. And he Will laughs. Smith laughs. Exactly. Yes. Will Smith laughs. And then it cuts back to Chris. So clearly Will looked over at Jada. Jada was upset. She made that face. And then Will was like, okay, I guess this isn't funny. Right. I don't want you fucking around on me even more than you already are. So now I'm going to publicly go up and defend you. Yeah. I will risk my Oscar. Stop fucking Michael B. Jordan or whoever you're fucking. It was so fucking cringe. Yeah. Yeah. But hey. Anyway, I just had to Do you think he's getting royalties for the new Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. For sure. I wonder if he like had to relinquish any probably not it was just an actor but like um no but he was like a producer wait, on that but show do you know so. what i learned okay so i was listening to a podcast the other day um it was bffs from barstool and they had josh peck from jake and josh on there oh yeah and josh I was saying that i know you did you weirdo yeah but they were josh was saying how like like disney will still play reruns of it and this shows from like the early 2000s yeah they get paid for it no they don't they should. Josh said that there was like this weird what? niche oh, in like the early two thousands where like the kids don't get the royalties from it. So Josh does not still get paid for those reruns. But like people that like when they still have like Full House on and Friends, they get paid. Well, right, yeah, but like you have to. I think but this so was like a Disney Channel child oh, thing, fucked. right? Yeah, especially because like okay, for example, like that. Ariana Grande show on Nick. What was it called? Sam and Cat. Oh yeah. Uh, that still gets played a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that was part of that yeah, same time period. Just like with like Hannah Montana. Like yep. I bet you, but I wouldn't be surprised if Miley's is rich enough and famous enough to be like, okay, if you're not gonna pay me, you can't play it or something. Yeah, Do you know maybe, what I mean? Maybe because like they used her actual, I don't know. I don't know those roles or whatever, but crazy. Um, okay. So let's, let's go kind of back in. So over the last year, year and some odd months, we've had, we've gotten the opportunity to talk to so many different Bravo celebrities and just other influencers and authors and just really, really cool people. Mm-hmm within the social media, Bravo, reality TV realm. And it all started with Caroline Blanchard, who is the lead makeup artist for Watch What Happens Live. And I remember being so fucking nervous. Me too. And she was, could not have been a better first interview for us because she like was so chill and made us feel so comfortable. And like, she was so nice. And she's like, friends with all of these women that yeah. we you know like that we talk to talk to and idolize yeah. and like just like you know yeah it's so cool I I loved her Me I loved too. her so much I think another one of our favorites was probably um Bali from Family Karma which yeah. should be coming back soon oh so soon I think they're gonna do like a summer premiere okay because normally Cause it's Miami it was... and I think it's gonna do because like I think that they do like um Atlanta and 
um, Beverly Hills and Family Karma. I think that's all going to be summer. Okay. Because then the first time it was in March, I remember, because it was during during COVID. I know, but I think that, I think that it's going to be like early, 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 early early summer. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that. Me too. I can't wait because, um, Richa and Vishal, Vishal's wedding is going to be like the finale. And I wonder though, it's going to be hard because Anisha no longer lives in Miami, right? She lives in Arizona with her boyfriend. So, which is so random. And like that, I want to say she was dating him and probably sure not they just living like in filmed and she stayed with her parents and yeah you know. but then again though that's like fake well yeah <laughs> which i think Enjoy is that. a great segue into this though i think one thing that cal you and i could both agree that we learned talking to so many housewives is how production driven oh my everything God. is yeah and you know what also from listening to um Trey, Stephanie and Brandy's podcast. Yeah. They talk a lot more about it now that they're canceled. Yeah. Like they talk a lot about production. Yeah. A lot. Have you been listening to them? I I don't listen to them every week. I've been listening to two teas in a pod with uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> for me. I, nope. I'll pass. They on have that. like every freaking housewife on there though. So it's kind of cool to see that. And they're literally no, like you. half hour episodes. So it's like super easy. I can't. I just love Steph and Brandy and Trey so much, but the one thing that, like you said, it's like production, 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 production driven. Yes. Um, remember when they went to Amsterdam? Yeah. Dallas. Yes. So one of the producers, um, and or cameramen got their bag stolen that had their first full day of like the trip in Amsterdam. What do you mean their first full day? Okay. So they were there like their first day, their first full day of filming when they were in Amsterdam. Normally when the day is over at the end of the day, the cameramen and producers upload all of the footage immediately. Oh, okay. So that it doesn't get lost. It doesn't get ruined, whatever. So something happened, some like freak thing happened that they didn't upload it. And the next morning, that person's bag with all that footage from the first day was stolen. Oh my God. So they had to, they reenacted it. They literally reenacted their first whole day. Oh, wow. They had to like fake everything fights and everything i want to go back and watch that episode and see like Same. oh yeah you can clearly tell that that like, yeah how can you isn't that crazy yeah and so she was like they were basically saying like it's not always real right and also they were saying that if they don't like how something happened like a fight or a um a confrontation or a conversation mm-hmm. they'll make them redo it yeah that's crazy so it's 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 kind of semi-scripted basically yeah, yeah. It's, it's more like I think that's why they, they they always say it's like producer driven because they don't tell you what to say 
but they suggest like, Hey, like Kelly, you know, that Dominique's over there saying this about you. Why don't you go over and exactly. ask her about right. how this is going or right. something? Do you like, know what I mean? If you and I were at a party or a bar and someone was talking shit on us, we wouldn't know it. Right. But if we're on the real housewives, the producers are going to say, Oh, uh, yeah. So-and-so over there is talking shit, go up and say something. to them. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Which is like, I feel like we heard that a lot. From... I mean, like we knew it, but we know it more now. <laughs> no, <laughs> from yeah. talking to people, a hundred percent. And I think um, Leanne actually shared a lot of that with us. I think and so too. Amber Marchese, because she would yeah. say how, um, you know, like the friendship that she had with the twins was made out to be a lot like yeah stronger yeah on the show than it really was right right and the fact that like the whole stuff with her and melissa right the right. whole like she told us about that and yeah like how their friendship really was and you know it's i mean we're not stupid we know that it's not all real but i will say though it's interesting to know how much it is really um manipulated does it affect or impact your desire or enjoyment no. I me neither I, no. knowing that I no. still I still am like I want to fucking watch and I want to yeah. see what you're fucking doing same yeah and like sometimes like I'll be watching it and Michael will be like <laughs> they'll be like arguing or fighting or whatever yeah. and he's like I can't believe grown-ass women do this in public and I'm like babe but it's not all real and he's like I know that's the worst part but the thing is like it's not real but like they are in a real restaurant they're not right. on a set so you are really embarrassing the hell out of yourself yeah and like also the other thing is that like Brandy and Stephanie always say like what before they go into a restaurant uh, you know, they have to get written permission from mm -hmm. every single person that's going to be there. The workers, the, you know, that's why sometimes you see other people's faces blurred out because they say, okay, you can put us on camera, but blur out our face. Right. And like, sometimes you see that sometimes you just see the regular people. See so like things like that, like it's never, everything's planned. Like right. they have working hours right 100%. they have to go to a coffee shop or whatever right. you know because they have to have written permission right and that's why I'm excited for I think like what we saw what we saw Bravo do with Winter House and a little bit more with Summer House and with this you know New York reboot I think we're going to see a lot more or with the um ultimate girls trips the fourth wall being broken down. Yeah. And I think it will I like add a lot that. more reality yeah. to it. And I love I like that. when they do that. Same. I, mean, I, I don't love watch that. Winter House or Summer House, so I don't know what you're referring to. But I like when like the producers have to like break up a fight or right. you know, like when I think it was on Salt Lake City where or they talk about Jen being on camera. Yeah. When Jen Shaw was like, I need someone to take this mic off of me. Right. Like we never saw that in years prior no like, absolutely not and I I'm that's why I'm excited for this reboot and I hope that Bravo's moving you, in this direction are you for the New York reboot because I'm not can oh I am I need to see hold on we can talk about that okay but but when we get there so <laughs> um with that we have some we talked to Matt Burns and 
Hannah. He was a cutie. Farrier, yeah, from Below Deck. She just got married. Yes. She looked beautiful. So pretty. She looked really pretty. I think that they both said that Below Deck is a very small, non-realistic snapshot of what it's like to be on a Like Hannah told us that, um, you know, like not on the show they you know they charter one guest group for three weeks right you know she's like so you really really get to know these people like you're waiting on them for three weeks now the people that they're there for two days like to me I'm like why why even spend all that fucking money like that's crazy to me for two days but yeah they both did tell us that I would love to get more like below deck alum well, I, um, I think we'll be able to get some behind the scenes info on some below deck Mediterranean stuff coming up. Um, I have a source that I will tell you about oh. when we're not recording. Okay. All right. I yeah. love that. Um, they also talked about how like the tip is totally like how that works is yes, they do get crazy amounts of money, but it's not like how the structure of it is a little bit different and how Matt said that they definitely don't set you up for success. Yeah. Being on the as show. The show yeah. yeah. Like as a career yeah, move. Like throw, and like Hannah told us too, um, the, the theme party, she's like, yeah, real yachties don't do that. Right. Bullshit. Right. Exactly. And like I've said that from before we ever talked to any below deck people or anything. Like I've always said, like, why the fuck are these people going on these mega yachts that are worth millions of dollars and throwing like the stupidest parties, like a new Orleans party or like a neon party. Like, no. Right. Like what are you, like you're white trash. Exactly. And yeah, she said people don't really do that. Um, I think we could both agree that one of our, two of our favorite people that we interviewed were people that were on Bravo, but maybe not main people. One of them being um, Trey Stewart from uh, Real Housewives of Dallas. Loved. And then the second one being Dr. Monica Shaw from last season of Shaws of Sunset. I felt like I was yes. just chatting with yes. friends. Yes. And they were like, I loved Trey, but I also just love him anyway. And I want to be friends with him. And I want to <laughs> go to one of his bars. Yeah. Go out to. Denver, Denver and, and Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Um, like I want him to open one in like Philly in the neighborhood or something. That would be so cool, I right? Visit. <laughs> I think one of the things that um with like Shaw's that Monica not Shaw's, I'm sorry, um, that Monica Shaw told us about family karma is that all of those relationships, similar to Vanderpump roles, are real. Yeah. So like when you get the housewives versus the friend group shows, that's because Anisha pitched this show right with her group of friends. Right. Exactly. So it's way more real. And it's nice. I love it. Yeah. I I, I agree. It's a great show. Shaws of Sunset. I'm dying for that to come back. Wait. Okay. So did you see that fucking, okay. So Gigi and Lala are like feuding yeah and Gigi so stupid Gigi went low as shit and had Randall on her podcast I know I know and to listen to him I like listened to a clip of it 
And like, I want to go listen to the whole episode, but he unfazed. (laughs) Like he is so unbothered by his life choices. And it's like, you are a a schmuck. You are a sociopath. Yeah, he's a schmuck. schmuck. That's being generous. He is not all there. Like you are crazy. I never liked him. You date a hot person, get her knocked up. Then you watch her push a baby out and watch her nipples get engorged. And then you ditch her her and go move on to someone else who hasn't had a baby. It's literally like a freaking cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see the rumor that- He's so fucking disgusting anyway. He's super gross. Like you can be ugly and be a good person and like be a good husband and father and partner, but your insides are just as ugly as your outsides. Yeah, he's gross. Like you can have ugly outsides, but have good insides, but he has neither. I saw that. And that's superficial um, as fuck, but I don't care. (laughs) I saw that uh, n- allegedly Nima and Raquel were maybe like talking or dating. Who? Nima from Shaza Sunset and Raquel from Vanderpump Rules. Really? I saw something like that on the internet today, but I, you know. Oh, I forgot about Nima. I'm dying to see Shaz back. I am too. I, I feel like though it could be one of those things though. And it's like, Reza is looking svelte. I know, but here's my thing. They are like, I think they're coming to a point in their lives though, where it's like, you have to change the dynamic of the show. You can't just have these 45 year olds going out to bars and clubs and having these like birthday parties, like acting like you're 25. Yeah, but I agree. I, I agree. We have to, I love them and I want to keep seeing them, but like, the structure of the show you want it to be a little bit more housewifey and even know housewifey just more like not the same structure well like, maybe it will it be out. this year i think that they could possibly be shifting yeah because it's been a minute since like maris is a mom now and i think things are you know a little bit different for her yeah and, and Gigi's and a mom Gigi and reza is you know whatever um, okay. So I think we have to mention another, I think she was our first housewife we ever interviewed, which was Elizabeth Vargas from Real Housewives of Orange County. And she will always hold a special place in my heart because I did like her. The week we started the podcast was when her season was airing on of Real Housewives of Orange County. And I remember it was the reunion. And I remember tagging her in something and having, she DM'd us right back and we had a full conversation in DMs. And that was like really exciting. It was so, I remember freaking the fuck out. Yeah. So she will always hold like a special place because she like, she was very sweet. I liked her. I really enjoyed her. She's just very And she does cool stuff. She has a charity and yeah. But she wasn't, she wasn't catty enough and bitchy enough to be a housewife. I know. She was too normal. Wasn't cut out for it. One um, person that I really did not enjoy was Gina. Gina Keough. I did not enjoy her. I did not. I didn't like her at all. I thought she was very pompous. 
I thought she was. I think she needs to move the fuck on. Yeah. Like yeah. She's, she's still like holding on to 16 years ago. And also um, her co-host for her podcast is a 16 year old boy, which I think is really fucking weird. It's definitely a little bit outside the norm like is he allowed to outside work? the norm she's like a fifth she's like probably fucking i'm 60 talking years more old. from like a child labor laws stance like did he have to get a work permit signed from his high school because that's what i had to do when i wanted a job in high school <laughs> like does she pay him that's what i want to know too no but the thing is does he also worked him? with what was that woman's name set 55 the the woman with the sunglasses from Beverly Hills, $25,000 sunglasses. What's her fucking name? Dana. Dana. Yes. He worked with her too. Right. Like, so what were you working with her when you were 14? Like, what do you mean? I mean, Hey, listen, I applaud the kid for out here hustling, getting into the field at a young age, because we didn't have that opportunity when we were his age, because podcasts weren't even on the radar of possibilities. He could be the next watch what happens live like i'm not gonna say he's the next andy cohen but like i don't i don't know he could you know he could yeah, go places. god only knows who knows but it was Speaking just a of, little bit it was a little bit abnormal and it surprising was weird like we thought he was like maybe in his 20s and then when he said he was 16 we when he was like talking about his skincare skincare honey you just hit puberty <laughs> like what do you mean <laughs> wait speaking of um Oh shit. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Oh, damn it. Um, I don't know. Can I switch, switch gears until you yeah. remember? I hate when that happens though. Okay. So outside of the Bravo world, we interviewed, um, a few, you know, social media influencers. And like I said, authors and other fellow podcasters, industry leaders, I would say great, great, great title. <laughs> So my top two is Morgan P. Talks. Let's talk about her because she just got engaged. I adore her. I feel like I could go to Cleveland and like hit her up and we'd like hang out. Oh my God, we should. Because she's like, she's super cool. And like we like like chat all the time on Instagram. Yeah, she's, she's cool. She's probably one of the like people that I feel like we could say that, you know, I, I would call, I mean, not like, you know, don't have her cell phone number, but like, you know, we're very friendly. (laughs) Um, her and then the even the rich girls from the even the rich podcast. They were cool. That, I that is thoroughly enjoyed them. That is um a a podcast that I enjoy. Yeah, I love them. And then also um Pittsburgh style stylist Christina, Christina mm-hmm. who I think is super yeah, is super like great. Her. Yeah, I like her. I also really loved Katie Love too. Yes, Katie Love I just was cool admire too. her so much. Yeah, she's like your girl crush, like career-wise. Yeah, for sure. I aspire to be like her. Um, okay, so in the spirit of manifesting, who is on your dream list? You know. For guests. You know. Do you want me to read them? I have you them in know. front of me. I know, but like you know who the, my list is. our listeners don't know. Okay, tell me yours. Okay. Mine and then are, you can tell me mine. Okay. <laughs> mine are Jill Zarin. That's a good one. Maddie would love that. 
Melissa Gorga. Wait, if we had Joe, we would have to have Maddie too. Well, of course. I, I mean, her. that's like just a really shitty friend thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And we'd have to invite Nathan too, because it would just have to be like, <laughs> sorry, Jill, there's a little more people here than I love we thought. Maddie says her name though. He says Jill's Aaron. <laughs> love that. Um, Melissa Gorga. I think Kyle Richards. Melissa, really? Yes, because I believe that Melissa would be kind and sweet and would just be genuine. I agree. I think she I would be don't. a good interview. Like, is Teresa not on your list? She's not because I don't believe Teresa would give me. This is the she thing about Teresa. List. I know. But I think she's better kept as a, as like an expectation uh-huh. because I know I would end up being let down. Okay. I get so that. So I feel like I, get that. I need to just leave her where she is in my head and not let that go away. Okay. So yeah, I pick Melissa, Kyle Richards, and then. I think Kyle would be cool. I, I, I put her in the box with Melissa. I think she'd be kind. Yeah. I think she would like be supportive and yeah. like make us feel comfortable. And I just, I think she'd be a great interview. And then my. I, I feel like I oh my more. god the suspense is killing me Lisa Barlow would be my next you know or Dorit Kinsley because okay they're like my fashion gurus but I was a, I really like Lisa however I was not feeling her during the re- reunion dude that's because literally Salt Lake Salt Lake City reunions the whole premise of them is to pick on Lisa Barlow and it's I fucking know. bullshit it was, it, yeah like even even Trey and Brandy and Stephanie today said on their episode they were like trey said he didn't like the reunion he's like i was waiting for like jen shaw shit to come up and they were basically just picking on lisa the whole time because she's because literally it's not like an easy target i don't know like the but it's just like they all just jump on the bandwagon it's easy to see stuff that she allegedly does and how to pick it apart Mm -hmm. but like get off her jock in the words of (laughs) bethany frankel like just leave her alone you're jealous because she's fucking beautiful she's successful like legitimately has adorable sons has an adorable husband like you know yeah i believe it's honestly a lot of jealousy there that's a good one though all right what are mine stephanie holman duh number one andy cohen dream big bitch like (laughs) wait did you did you guess these for me no, or you wrote this... them down. Oh, okay. You typed them in this list. You typed this up. Oh, I forgot about it. I thought <laughs> you were guessing for me. Oh, no, I'm reading what you oh, literally okay. wrote All here. Right. Oh, geez. I know you'd probably want um, Cameron Westcott too, though. I know you love yes. her. Yes. Um, but you have Andy Cohen on here. I would like Ebony too. Oh, Ebony would be cool. Because I think she's very smart. But I think we and need, I like I need a little bit more... I need a little bit more. I want, I want to see her again from because her, yeah. I, I think she's very smart. And again, season one, it's really hard for people. Their first season. And you had COVID black lives matter. She was out here. Yeah. You know, she was, she was out she here. She was treading water. And I think she did a good she job. She also had like a really big, like life um, thing happen with her, her grandmother. And well, yeah, no, I'm she, I think she had a big social responsibility for a season one housewife. I and so it too. was a lot, of, but I would like to her. interview her. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have on here, um, 
Kara Alwell from the Champagne Diet. Oh, she's not a Bravo celebrity, but she is someone that I look up to. I love it. Yeah. Who else? She's like a multi-book author and she basically, she, she, I really want to write a book someday. And she published her first book on Amazon and now oh, yeah. she's we like talked about a that multi-millionaire. With, we talked about that with Sarah Ordo. Yep. Uh, I remember that. Um, do you have anyone else that you'd like to add to your list? Um, I mean, I would love to talk with Brandy too. I don't think Brandy would talk. I know, but that's rude that you said that. Why is that rude? It's just, a, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, I would love to talk to Brandy too, but I don't think she would. Talk. I just love Brandy. I just don't know if she would, if she would do it. Um, I'm excited for now. I want to know like how many times reaching out to someone is too many times. Like I'm about to go into some people that we DM'd <laughs> and like delete our message. So they don't see that we like already Ooh. DM'd them like four times. That's you know who I want to talk to? Miss Patricia from Southern Triumph. Oh my God, wait, I tagged you in something. She gave out Michael's address on Instagram today <gasps> and we should write him. Oh my God. We should okay, I want to do that. Oh, I'll miss seeing him on the show. I know. Well, I feel so Ill. sad for him. He'll be okay. He's doing okay though, yeah. But I think we should write him. How funny okay. would that be? And include Let's like do it. a business card. I did not see that tag, but it doesn't mean that it's not there. Oh no, it's in, it's in, the, it's in the we're going to be famous uh, DMs. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I'm just, I just didn't clarifying where it is. Okay. I'll check that out on your multiple platforms. (laughs) Um, okay. I want really quickly before we wrap up, I want to talk about this New York city reboot. I'm going to give you my opinion and then you can give me yours. Lay it on me. I think it's fucking stupid. I think they need a full recast. I think they need to get rid of Ramona. They are doing that. No. They are not. They are doing a full recast. They're having Real Housewives of New York City and then OGs. It's two separate shows. That's fucking stupid. I think they should have Real Housewives of New York City and bring in some fresh new meat. They are. I want to keep. No. I want to keep Sonia and Ebony. She's too old. And the rest can go. And I want a Jewish person. I want a lesbian. And I want a person of color. <laughs> I I want some young, hot, fresh, like Tribeca moms. Fucking bitches. No, I don't want fucking moms. I want fucking like Wall Street bitches. Like I want fucking. You want like a Wendy Rhodes? I don't know who that is. Oh well, shout out to anyone who watches Billions. She's like this. Buff, I want like, you can be a mom, but I want some fucking people that actually work that are very successful. And I want to see it. I want to see them going to work on Wall Street. I want to see like a fucking attorney. Wall Street is not going to fucking let Bravo TV video camera into their fucking I'm just offices. giving an example. I want like a badass bitch. I want a fucking CFO. I want like. Okay. So you didn't watch Miami, but one of the women on there, Dr. Nicole Martin is like a badass fucking doctor. You like I, I mean? love Dr. Jen because she's a doctor. I, I don't need necessarily a doctor, but I want somebody like a CFO or like, I don't want somebody that became you know, a billionaire like Bethany, because I like Bethany, but she got her success partly from being on the show. I want to see someone that is 
really smart, like an attorney or a psychologist or a professor, like give me some flavor up in New York city. Do you know, like, there are so many amazing people in New York city. I agree. I think there's also, you have to think about a fucking rockette or something. I don't know. You want the rockette hanging out with the, the wall street CEO. They're not going to like, I think you have to like, you certain people once you're at a certain status within your career are not going to be able to be on fucking Bravo. I know. And I don't like that. Well, that's the, that's, and I think they need to get rid of Ramona and Luann and Leah can't stand her. Uh, I feel like Leah was a, um, bore. Well, she's a young, don't care. Vivacious businesswoman. No, not businesswoman enough for you. Nope. <laughs> I don't want a, an apparel line. I don't want a skin. Don't diminish line. that. Okay, so what the woman Spanx came on there? You I am like, oh, not diminishing it. I you am not Spanx. I am not diminishing it. I am not diminishing it. I'm telling you, I want someone, and I'm not saying someone that owns a clothing line is less educated or less smart that's than someone who's an attorney. I'm not saying that because I'm sure there are stupid ass fucking attorneys. Huh. I am just saying. I want something different. We have seen the skincare. We've seen the beauty brands. We've seen the apparel. We've seen the authors. Like, I just want something different. Yeah, I'd say that. New York City is filled, I think filled with how gonna, many millions of people? I think it's going to definitely Give me like a Miranda a from Sex in the City. Yeah, You know? A sexually confused attorney. Attorney. Right. That lives in Brooklyn. <laughs> like, give me something different. That's why Alex McCord was such, I mean, she was a fucking weirdo, but I liked watching her because she was so different. Yeah. I enjoyed Alex as well. Same. I, um, yeah. And it, they're like non-traditional parenting and non-traditional like lives, you know, like. Yes. Like going know. to St. Bart's in a thong. Right. Like, I just want to see something different. Yeah, well, I think, you know, we'll see what happens. I think the reboot is bullshit. Well, the reboot is how you're going to get your your new zest for life. I want the reboot with a whole new cast leaving Sonia and Ebony. Thank you. Well, that's not, I think you're not going to be able to get Sonia with what your, what your other things you want. Why? She can be the OG, the old OG lady. Yeah, I don't I know. I just love her. I don't think she'll flow in with what you're what you're trying to cook up. I just up. feel like there are probably so many more women that would be better TV. Yeah, well, we shall we shall wait and we shall see what Bravo cooks up for us. Yeah, I'm interested. I think they should pull someone from each of the five boroughs and like That's a great idea. And like make them because then you're getting a little bit of different. Yeah. And see how they all blend yeah. together. Like, I'm just tired of Ramona and her, like. Well, Ramona's annoying as fuck. She needs to just. She's old and like. Well, I think she should just kind of hang her. up her hat. You know, she yeah. did the, you know, Felt just live, but trip. like, just live your life. So you don't have to be under any more like <gasps> scrutiny. I just thought attack. of another person that I would interview. Dorinda. Yep. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how could you not? Dorinda is Dorinda's an all-star. Love her. Well, I'm excited to see who we get on our roster for the remaining of remaining months of 2022. We will see what happens with New York City's reboot. 
I'm interested in seeing it. We shall see. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And share with a friend. Bye. Thanks for listening to Bravo Group Chat. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Follow us on social media at Bravo Group Chat.